You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Homeland After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Homeland After Show. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, After Buzzers, and welcome to season three, episode three of Showtime's Homeland, entitled Tower of David. Bingus for doing, and that's what we're doing this evening. Let's get it cracking. I'm your host, Thaddeus Massey, and joining me today is... I'm so excited. I have to talk. Lauren Leonelli. And Nando Velasquez. And Lauren Leonelli and Nando Velasquez are joining me this evening. (sighs) Crazy episode, kind of crazy, but kind of like compact and succinct in like this one little ball of they're still taking Brodyism it. and Carryisms, like yeah, like they're you still know, keeping it kind of mellow. It, like there, there was a lot more suspense in seasons past. I think they're building up to like some big explosion, if you will. It was still it, it's not as suspenseful as it has been before. It's still really right, good. Right. Still but, a lot of backstory. Well, you have to, yeah. a lot of explaining with Brody, obviously. Now that do you he's think, back, do you think that the writers were reaching a little bit? Like, do you think that some of the follow or fans are like watching the episodes now and they're like, a lot of the suspense happened. I mean, first, if for for, for you guys that are just now watching. You guys won't know unless you guys have watched season one and season two and caught up. But there was a lot of suspense in season one and season two. There was a lot of action mm-hmm. that happened. And mm-hmm. now it's kind of like, what happens now? Like, mm-hmm. there's not, you know, everything, there's not much exploding or the suspense mm-hmm. of something like grave looming. happening like right. before. How do you guys feel about that? Because now you have like, Carrie is locked away. Mm-hmm. She's being like treated like this crazy person, which she is a little nutty, and mm-hmm. we can debate on that. Like I don't know, probably the rest of the of the season about how crazy she is, especially since she's bipolar and off her lithium and whatever, well, blah not, blah blah. Yeah. But she's really not crazy because she's right most of the time about all the theories. Well, that's that she what comes makes her with. the same thing that makes her a risk is the same thing that makes her good at her job. I think they're taking us on a little bit more of an emotional journey so far this season. I feel like, especially with Saul, they're he's now in charge and i feel like there is um a lot we're we're watching him battle with how to take control in his personal life at at the job you right. know um carrie we're watching her have you know of course she's dealing with her demons and her emotions and all of that we're seeing peter quinn we're seeing an emotional side of him and his moral compass and they right. played a, a lot with him um in the past seasons you never really knew if he was like going to go rogue or if he was, you weren't a hundred percent sure that he was good. Right. Um, and I think we know now mm. I have a prediction about him later. So I think they're, <laughs> I think they're dealing with, I think they're dealing, of course the show was very suspenseful in the past yeah. and they did deal with emotions and relationships. I think now they're just focused on that and less about the suspense in that explosion sort of high impact way. Well, there's right. a lot of, there's a lot of setup still going on. Obviously, this is the first episode we see Brody. And then, and then just to say, I mean, 
I, it's easy to categorize Carrie as crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she even says in this episode, her quote is, I'm not crazy. It's just you don't know where to put me when she's talking to a doctor. <laughs> you right. just don't know exactly where to put me, but right. I'm not crazy. She's, well, she's bipolar, and she obviously has these issues, and she's very flawed. Right. Yeah. But, uh, it's again, it's very easy to put in that box, and I yeah. guess that's exactly what they've done. They put her in a psych ward box. Right, right. But, uh, but as you said, she's right about everything. She's right. just incredibly... She's not crazy. She has a real disease. Bipolar yeah. People with bipolar disorder are not crazy. It's a mm-hmm. treatable disease, and she has her moments where she needs, you know, help, as we all do on a certain scale. Um, she's not a crazy person. I... You know, but, but again, what this episode I think really did. Well, first of all, let me just mention this, and I, I might get a little nerdy here, but this episode was written by Henry and William Brommel. Okay, and the reason why that's important is because William Brommel is the guy who won the Emmy a couple of weeks ago for Homeland for the Q and A episode. But wow. most importantly, he's the guy. He died before uh, he died before he got the Emmy. He passed oh, away. Right. Okay. So oh, okay. So this is like a big episode with him, and that was Aww. like a great episode. But what's interesting about Post this episode? Award. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but with, this episode really is just shows how. Uh, how Carrie and Brody are very similar. Yes. Yeah. Very, the parallels similar. the whole time. Yeah, both locked up at the end. Exactly. Yeah. And the meds, between her and the meds and him doing that morphine mm-hmm. at the end and everything, yeah. it's just mm-hmm. incredibly oh, the similarities. Heroin? Yeah, the her- is it heroin or morphine? <laughs> I, I think it's it was, heroin. It was heroin. It's probably heroin. Yeah. Um, the bin spoon? That's and the, like the, and the, and the rubber. That's <laughs> the international <laughs> sign for heroin. heroin yeah. The bin spoon the bin. and the tourniquet. Yeah. I'm not up right. on drugs. The rubber, the rubber tourniquet. Hey, I'm just saying. And the needle. That's heroin. That's what they call in the hood is heroin. Yeah. Heroin. Is hair on. Anyway, so yes, he's definitely on drugs, and she's got. They got her co- coked up again. She's like, I want my meds by the end of the episode. They're both I, like, I want up. my. I meant that in. Mm-hmm. I, I want my course. stuff. I want Lithium. my stuff. Right, yeah. right. So, I mean, wow, they're really distant lovers. <laughs> they're just. They're more similar than they'd like to think. I guess. Yeah. Right, yeah. and and they show the similarities between that, and it really sucks that she's going through and, and being obviously discredited or, or whatever she's going through with. Sire, what am I? Saul. 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 It's Saul. I knew where you were uh, going. Exactly. You know what, what does I was Saul going. think? What does Saul, Saul think? Can you yeah, tell Saul? Right. Right. Saul right. Saul? right. And it really sucks because oh. she needs his validation in order for mm-hmm. her to like mm-hmm. feel and know and to have that confidence back well, in her mind always, for her own like yeah. her well, own civility in her own brain. Like it's really crazy. He's the one that's always stood by her, and so for her, him to throw her under the bus, which he said he wasn't going to do. The only way, and for him to come and say sorry in the moment where she wasn't quite lucid enough to get it, it sounds like now she's what she's calling herself lucid, realizing Saul came, oh my God, wait, he is going to save me again. And I think that's what she's waiting for. However, it feels like Peter Quinn might be coming to her rescue a little bit, which I kind of like. Well, let's yeah. talk about Peter Quinn because oh, Peter Quinn, obviously, Peter Nanda, Quinn. what do you think about him? Because he I'll tell you what I think about he, him. Oh, well, we, I think we I know what, what you Lauren think about thinks him. about Peter Quinn. Yeah. Is, the, is Peter Quinn the actor? Is he married? Uh, <laughs> I just want to know. Is Peter Quinn the actor? Peter I'm, Quinn, on the actor. I'm on it. Thank you. Yeah, can Martin you find out for us? This is Martin Baez. Somebody get him on the show. I don't look for hot guys and find out what wives they have. Right, yeah, right. So exactly. I'm just wondering if he, as an actor, has something <laughs> to pull from. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> to pull from. You're hilarious. Oh, I almost just or someone else to pull it from. But from anyway, him. when they were in court, they were obviously he was obviously <laughs> upset about how that whole thing went down with her. And when she was... Like, she just kind of lost it, and I was kind of upset that she 
But lost it. why did you think that she lost it? This was an interesting. I know we're going back a little to, but why did you think she lost it? Okay, well, moment? were they going to have the hearing and the judge that came up? I think she read him. She's a op- she's a CIA operative, and she knows how to read people. They're trained. She's on a whole other level as far as reading people and scenarios. And I think the way the directors did the shot, to me, the way they shot that judge or whoever that mm-hmm. judge was, yeah, he was whoever, a judge, yeah, that he was already bought. It just it seemed like to me. That. That's it just how felt you like, got, yeah. yeah, to me, it felt like he was already bought. She read it, and instead of being able to play the game because uh-huh. she, she's already on the, she, her thread is already so thin. Yeah, she can't play the game anymore, and that was the game. She could read this guy, and she could tell that this judge is bought. I, He's already yeah. setting me up. I'm already gonna go down. She could already see all the way into the I, future. And she was like, no, 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 and she freaked out. I think that if that was the case, it was paranoia. I don't know if that was really going on, but I do know for sure that I felt in that scene that she was like, I am screwed. But did you Even, see that guy, though? I think, but I feel like... That I guy don't know didn't look was, like a real judge. Oh, well, to well, me, why he didn't not? Look like, what's uh, a he real, just, do you want him to have a white wig on? and well, like a, Yeah, I want a white Judge Judy Gaffel? Something. I want like, Judge Judy Wrinkles. It's a commitment hearing in a psych board. <laughs> it's not like a people's court, or you, you don't go into Supreme Court and see a regular judge. I don't know. Whatever yeah. whatever courts you think your official-looking judges should okay, come from. But, no, but okay, I definitely just think in that moment she knew, like, my only way is out is this way. Like, if I sit here and talk more, I'm just going to, I'm screwed. Okay, well, let me just say this. Just to me, personally, when the guy walked out, I felt like, oh, this is set up immediately huh, before she even went through even before she went through her psycho paranoia whatever mm. and she mm. wigged out i was like oh this is a setup this guy maybe you're paranoid not, like carrie maybe so maybe, maybe, maybe you need to take some job you know what i probably am because i'm right about everything just like carrie is <laughs> <laughs> so i think that this guy was cia i think it was a setup him. i think it was a setup okay, i think it was. it was i think she read it right <laughs> Maybe they'll bring it up later. Maybe they maybe. won't. That's, I don't know. That's the Who thing knows? with the show. They always you pay attention know. to every detail. And, like, sometimes I'll be watching, and I don't know if you guys at home feel this way. It's very complicated storyline. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of details to pay attention to. I've watched episodes twice and gone back and been like, how did I miss that? So, right. I mean, you really have to pay attention. But I feel like in the moments where you're like, what is going on? I used to get really, like, I'd rewind and I'd go back and yeah. forth all the time. But I feel like they, sh- they always answer questions. So this, it might get addressed. It might not. But it, if it will, if it does get addressed, it's because obviously there's a purpose in the storyline. So. Yeah, I think I don't know. It's kind of one of those things. You kind of flip a coin. They're either going to address it or they're not. They're not. But it's both are you know possibilities. And yeah, anyway, I I um that oh man. That, and then her dad and her sister bring the drugs in, and they're like, you know, you need to start taking your drugs right now. Like I'm about to see the judge, and mm-hmm. I think it was just too much going on. Too at much, once. too overwhelming. Yeah, it was a little too overwhelming. Like it's like her family on her side. Why well, do you she, want me to start that, popping drugs again? Like, yeah, like right that, now, like right you, now at this moment, I need to start taking my lithium right now at this moment. Like really? Don't you think though that that's the whole thing with her struggle is like who, who is on my side and who isn't? And right now I feel like going back to Saul, that's, you know, he, he's been the one guy, the one strong foundation pillar always on her side. And that maybe obviously is what set her over the edge in this instance. He wasn't there for her. And now right. she's coming back to reality or whatever. And she's taking her meds and she's waiting for that to happen. It feels a little delusional. I mean, I know he feels bad, but does he, do you really think he's going to come to her rescue? I think yeah. it still feels manipulative. I mean, the way she was with that, uh, with that doctor was like, just tell, tell Saul I'm doing okay. Tell Saul I'm doing okay. Right. It just felt very manipulative. Wait, I, on I her she, behalf? Yeah, on her behalf. Why? I, think, I, I don't think she trusts Saul. I mean, the last thing she said in last week's episode was, fuck you, Saul. Wait, right. why, you know? why right. is she, 
so okay, I I hear you, but why? What do you think she's minute? What what's in a manipulation? She wants to get she, she wants, wants to, get, wants to out. get out, and she will do anything she can to get out. But right. I don't think that means she trusts Saul. She wants his validation. She needs his validation to, to get, get out, out to, to get, get out. out. But yeah. I don't think that relationship's in no way repaired. I don't think she looks at him it's, the same way at all. I think it's far from being repaired. But yeah, yeah. I think for sure. Oh man, it's just so heartbreaking. That relationship is so. I love that relationship and that last episode. <laughs> since we just touched on the last episode for a second, when he came and said, "I'm so sorry," and she could hardly mouth the like "fuck you, Saul." I almost burst into tears. I okay. thought that was heartbreaking. Well, let me tell you where Paul was. Saul. Paul. Saul. Saul. <laughs> I can't believe I'm getting names. Saul Berenson, the bear. Damn it, Mandy Patinkin. Ah. Anyway, where Saul screwed up. Saul should have kept her in the loop. And the fact that he didn't keep her in the loop, he already knows, okay, if they're gonna, if they're gonna play this role and do this whole, we gotta save the CIA type of thing that he's doing with, uh, what's his name? Yeah, that Peter Adul- Quinn boss. Uh, no, no, no. Adul- yeah, yeah, Adol. If they're doing this whole thing where they have to save the CIA thing because we could all go under, he should have kept her in the loop, especially if he cares about her. It's like, look, Take her to the side and be like, blah, blah, blah. Because you already know she's unstable. If they start unleashing this whole thing where they're leaking stories and they're not saying her name, but she knows it's her, Mm -hmm. you already know how how she's like. Gonna react. Exactly. You know the complexion of her mind and how she thinks. He has a master plan, though, don't you think? I don't think he has a master plan, but I think he's just trying to save two babies at the same time that they're both falling apart. And one of them's Carrie and one of them's the CIA. And now that he's in charge of the CIA, he's got to protect them and at the same time do what he can to To keep. Protect uh, protect Carrie. Carrie from going going ape shit all over the place and telling all the secrets and and just exploding on her own. And all the while, but see that to me is why he should have brought her in first because. But she can't she, be trusted. She, yeah. but she holds so, too many secrets. Yeah. She holds too many secrets to let her be a loose cannon and to okay, leave but, out there on her okay, own. Okay, so don't you think that the master plan could be the fact that he knew that outing her in front of that jury was going to drive her over the edge, therefore keep her in a bubble of the psych ward, and then that would be his protection from well, her until he could figure out how to get her out. That's what's keeping her quiet. Hindsight's but, 20, 20 and uh, don't forget that he just set a, a assassination mission against six people. Who had and, nothing to do with nothing. And, and, and <laughs> what, Yeah, and, and pretty much his uh, his higher-ups were like, well, we don't really care about those six. He still screwed up. He still didn't get the ones that mattered. Exactly. So, of course, he's like trying everything he can. Right. I think he was right. just desperate, but I don't think... He, if he has a plan, he's just going along with the flow, but he wants to protect both. I mean, even yeah. Adol in the yeah. first episode told him, it's like, you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. trying to figure it out as you go. Well, and that's I the think struggle with Saul right now. And yeah. he was unsure of himself he until, he did, uh, until he did the assassination uh, on those six he people. Didn't, yeah, and he didn't even want to do that. Yeah. He didn't want to do that either. I think the situation with his wife transferred the sexual situation with his wife that didn't happen a couple episodes ago that actually transferred over that's another thing all the while he's trying to balance protecting these two babies if you will the cia and carrie and he's completely neglecting his wife as per the usual i'm surprised she hasn't got up and left like for real yet well there's they're they're in the midst of trying to rebuild and rekindle and blah 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 so she already she came in knowing she was coming into like uh, a hurricane or a storm so you uh, i know but i'm just saying well even with her he's been unsure what to do with her so it's right. almost like the CIA and her are very, very similar. It's exactly. like the same thing. Yeah. yeah. That's what that's what I'm saying. The yeah. emotional <sighs> journey that we're being taken on with these characters, like mm-hmm. I said, is that Saul's. It's like he is trying to – he's put in a position to make really big decisions and you're watching him like be so unstable and yeah. unsure about it. Right. What, what I don't understand is what arrangement, what agreement – did Carrie set up for with these the guys in, in South America in, in Caracas 
for Brody. I know that's because yeah. it's I, I so know. sketchy and so gray. It's like what was the arrangement she, agreement where this guy he's like a prisoner in his own. Did they even say how he got the gunshot wound? Did they? Yeah, they did. Trying to cross the border. uh, uh, Colombian soldiers, uh, when he was crossing the Colombian-Venezuelan border, uh, Mm -hmm. shot him. And two Uh, two of the men that were, I guess, escorting him uh, were killed. If you know Spanish, you would have gotten that. Yeah, they didn't do any subtitles for anything. I think they thought it wasn't as important. important. You'd figure it out. Nando. Thanks, Nando. (laughs) I can't can't speak about the Arabic later on, but I can talk about the Spanish. I can tell you what they said. No, I'm kidding. Um, (laughs) I think that to touch on why why we're figuring out how these guys are involved... And why they're protecting him. I think Carrie slept with one of them because that's all she does. She just has sex is that with worth wow. 10 million? Is that worth $10 million? I really don't think that I'm just making no, but a for joke. Carrie, for Carrie, but for Carrie, it's not about the money anyway. You got to remember that. It's Carrie not about the money. It's about, keeping, it's about keeping Brody just saying, safe. She, you get her in a room with like one guy and she's like, <gasps> after five seconds. <laughs> he has to be a redhead though. She has a thing for redheads. She likes the obvious. gingers. I hope she starts liking Peter Quinn. I really want that to happen. Because remember, oh, sure. remember in episode two, she saw the guy at the... And he was I mean, so... Episode Episode two, episode gin- one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was a ginger. He yeah, was it was a, a ginger. Ginge. Total ginge, yeah. And she saw the guy in the what, convenience gotta- store, and mm. she banged him on the steps like a porn movie. I mean, that's how it went down. Somebody's got to love the gingers. But what would make this guy, <laughs> this guy's name was El Nino, what would make this guy want to hold Brody prisoner and not collect $10 million and just deal with this This Well, that's what we're trying to figure butt. out. He's tied to Carrie. I know, but Carrie, Carrie must have some intel on yeah, him that's really, really powerful. But Carrie isn't that the even CIA supposed to know him. But even said Carrie can't know. This is all set up probably in case things like this happen and she'll never know that they're going on but it's there in case it needs to be it's like a it's like yeah it's like a what do you call a fail safe type of situation like, and that's what i feel like yeah. I mean, I don't like he's there and she can't know where he is She's she got, can't she doesn't know about anything because even her knowing could be dangerous to his survival because got, you never know yeah. what's going on on that end with I her think, yeah she's got assets or whatever if you will i guess that's not the correct term but she's got people or whatever, all over the world probably, potentially, if right. she needs to get someone the hell out, because we know she goes to the storage unit, she gets all these, she's got the fake passport, fake ID, she's yeah. like, bam, 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 this is how she works, so he's going to go somewhere, and she doesn't even know where. But there's places set up all over, but he's, pick one of them and go. But it's funny that that's the final destination, that there's no other place, as as they said, that he's trapped there now. I mean, we I don't know, know that. He's no, that's what he not going to said. That's all, that's all he's saying. Right. No, that's true. How do we know that now there's a $10 million reward on this guy's head, he's just not holding him in case he wants to cash they're in? Not Who knows? It, they're not playing it out like that because... They're not, but... Well, he, he trusts this, Harry enough to do this stuff, but then he wants to keep him there in case? That's And dude, can we talk about the creepy doctor? Yes. What? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, really quick, I before mean, you go on about the creepy doctor, if you guys want to talk about the creepy doctor, anything that's going on with <laughs> Carrie and Brody being distant lovers right now because they're both, like, stuck distant in these lovers. wards of um, misery <laughs> away from each other, like, I don't know how many thousands of miles away they are from each other, you guys can call in 424-256-1729, 424-256-1729, and you guys can correct us or put your two cents in to me, Nando, or Lauren Leonelli. Or you can go onto <laughs> iTunes and you can... Let us know what you think there about what we're doing here at the show. Rate and comment. Tell a friend. Keep the convo going. We obviously like this show enough that we watch it and then we all sit and talk about it. So we're assuming you're on the same page. Right. We're processing as you guys have watched it at the same time. Dude, you guys got to let us know what you think um, and and rate us. And then while you're on iTunes, get yourself a copy of Serial Buddies. Oh, yeah. Serial Buddies. You like some drama and suspense? 
you're watching <laughs> Homeland. There's a little drama and suspense <laughs> and comedy. It's so funny. And Serial Buddies. We've got Maria. She's in it. Christopher Lloyd. Henry Winkler. Kristen Kathy Lee Bears. Gifford. I mean, really. Holidays are coming up. Buy yourself a present. Buy presents for your friends. Yes. You on can iTunes. rent it for $4.99 or you can buy it for just a dollar more at $5.99. You might as well just go ahead and buy it and give it to a friend. That's right. Gift it or hold on to it. I mean. Right. I, I no. keep it. <laughs> myself watch it. it's really funny anyway so yes let's talk about the creepy, the creepy doctor. doctor i mean he first of all he's okay awesome, I, I have some an awesome he's a good actor actually. so good um i that's how creepy he, is. he, was, he was on the wire was he yeah he was on the wire eric okay. Dellums. yeah he was okay. on the wire i feel like people in it like um the new the new thing to to make a person scary like an actor scary is give him a really weird freaking haircut <laughs> and this dude's Did hair he have a haircut me Nando out. on the wire uh i know he didn't have that haircut okay. but okay like no country for old men Harvey right. Bardem's hair, right. hair was mm-hmm. so freaking scary like it's like weird haircut and you're scary right. and also this guy's a really good actor and his accent is really creepy and the fact that he like yeah. strokes that little boy's hand oh, what is that about this boy Paco that he I brings around with him in the Thai uh, the Thai rubber band. he's like teaching him <laughs> is that like his like dude yeah. he's so that's creepy. like his uh, apprentice or something that's I weird I think he's yeah. having sexual relations with the little boy oh I, yeah. I mean no you're right you're probably right they're, they're probably alluding right. to it it's kind of yeah. evident <laughs> no. Like I wrote that, okay? I mean, that is what they're alluding to, and no, he kind of is. I it's think. clearly inappropriate. It's I'm not sick. He says clearly inappropriate, and I feel like he's clearly supposed to be in school at that time of the day. It, it's this very Cheshire cat, <laughs> totally. It's this very Cheshire cat kind of character, um, which I love. And some of his lines are great. The world outside can be judgmental and cruel. This is the place that right. accepts us. He says stuff like that. Or my favorite right. is like when the lights are flickering. He's like, where are my lights? Right. Well, this is the thing. Yeah, he's like Do- Dr. Frankenstein. Yes. Um, I think uh, it's interesting that when Brody finally said, well, if you don't like it here, then why are you here? Right. He's like the same mm. reason why you're here. That's a dangerous there, question. Yeah. I love and that. I feel yeah. like that. Yeah. I mean, clearly nobody would choose to be in this place. They've they've, you know, set it up and they it's like in ruins. It's a. Hor- it seems like a horrible place to be. So all and why does it like seem like it's a hundred stories? Well, it is. The yeah. building is like it's very decrepit. It looks like it goes underground a bit too. But it seems like it's like a hundred stories in it the air. It might be. It's yeah. freaking crazy. Probably. It reminds me. I don't know if you guys saw Dread with yeah, uh, right, Carl yeah. or Urban. That whole... But yeah, that that, remember that whole thing with mm-hmm. the whole, like, tenement that was, like, a hundred mm-hmm. stories high? That's what it seems like. Well, the, the doctor called un- it an abyss beyond healing that we call home. That's well, the way he called geez. it. Oh, my goodness. That's a mouthful. How, do you, love, say, how do you say that line? beyond healing. <laughs> that, I love his alliteration. I love his lines. I couldn't help but well, write with him that, down. Well, with yeah, that accent, yeah. you can say anything. It's like Shakespearean, almost. <laughs> yeah, but you see his eyes, too, along with the lines. Everything was, like, creepy with him. So creepy. So good. But I feel like I'm not 100% positive that he's bad yet i know they're alluding to his like pedophilic behavior which is obviously bad but if that's not true it's like i'm not 100 percent like that dude's bad he's creepy for sure but maybe he might be the guy that gets him out in the end i don't know though and then the new heroin addiction this he cre- would do it i would love i could see him do it but for a price yeah i, I would love if he was a cia agent <laughs> I would well, love like a, that. that they sent away or something i don't know I, they're no, making... I just just that he was doing his thing he was mm. like part of an operation i oh. would love that I would love that. That would be so amazing that That he's really playing the part. I would love to think that CIA operatives are that freaking talented. They might. They are. I think they are. Well, all we got to go on now is Carrie. He's deep undercover. He's deep, deep undercover. The most talented CIA agent they're really expressing right now is Carrie, who's bipolar. They need to, like... Saul's pretty talented, too. But Saul's not a... 
operative. He's more like a supervisor. Yeah, I guess he's that's a, true. He's a, like an operational supervisor. Well, they all have little different. Peter Quinn's pretty damn stealth. No, he's like, <laughs> well, actually, somebody on YouTube told us that it's not Black Ops. We were saying Black Ops is not Black yeah. Ops. It's called... Uh, Special Ops or something? Something like that. Special Ops or something like he that. He can do whatever he wants. But Peter Quinn is not... He is. He's not a regular CIA operative. He is definitely not he's a like regular CIA. He's like on another CIA. level. Yeah, he is on another level. O-M-F-G. <laughs> Did you find any Lonely information on his status, Mark? Yeah, uh, he he dated Kara Knightley for five years, <gasps> and then they he broke likes up. Brunettes. He broke up in 2011. And, and he's then that's all, that's all it says. Yes! I don't think he's married. Peter Quinn. What's his name? His name is Rupert Friend. Oh, Rupert yeah, that's right. Friend. Rupert that's Friend. right. That's right. Oh, my God. I love him so yes. much. He's a good actor. I saw him in this movie with, uh, what's the girl's name <laughs> with, from, uh, with that movie? Oh, my gosh. The girl from, um, Devil Wars Prada. Oh. Where she Emma played Blunt? Queen yeah. Victoria. Uh-huh. She played Queen Victoria in the film. Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt. Yes. Emily he was Blunt. in a film, he was a film with Emily Blunt where he played her husband, Prince Peter or something like that from I'm going to watch it. And she, and she played uh, Queen Victoria. He's British, and, and they and they were played. They played. It was a, it was based on the truth. It was a biopic, and he he killed the role. He's a good actor. He's a great actor. He's but a Brit. He is. He's a Brit. a Brit. So was uh, so was Damian Lewis. Damian Lewis, yes. and so was uh, the Estes character. Really? Yeah, he's British. Mm. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That's how the black guys are getting roles now. They gotta be Brits. Just Idris make up Elba. An Chuatoji no, is for not. Just Chua go Chua next Chua. time. He's not you, British, but there's another guy. I can't remember his name right now, but he's been in a few films and he's British well, too. I can't these, think of his name. I'll think of his name. I'll have his name for you guys next these week. These actors, but they're Brits, are all fantastic. Taking over, and they're talented. This, ugh. The young Victoria. Can't be mad because the young Victoria. The young Victoria. You That's go. the name of the film. Yes, oh, I just looked is. it up. Yeah. Oh, he he did a, if you guys haven't seen that film, you guys can check out Rupert Friend in The Young Victoria with Emily Blunt. Uh, he did a great job in that film. That's he, the first time I noticed him and checked. He did in. a lot of period. He also did Pride and Prejudice. He's done some. He did pieces. do Pride and Prejudice. Yeah. Those yeah. British actors. They that was with Keira Knightley, wasn't it? Yes. Yes, I think that's where they were hooking that's up in their trailers. That's where Stop painting the picture in my mind. You're making me very jealous right now. I'm sorry. Keira Knightley's hot, and I don't mind thinking of him with Keira Knightley. I mean, hey, we're focusing on his single, and he's a good actor, and he's still. I love the fact that he's not even in this episode, but we're just going to talk about. Yeah, he is. He's in the episode. This episode. Oh, he was. No, he wasn't. No, that was last episode. That was last episode. He wasn't yeah, last episode. I no salt. It was really just Carrie and, and it was Carrie and Brody. It was all Carrie and Brody. That's right, but yeah. we needed Brody though. We haven't had Brody in a way. We were been. I've been dying for some Brody. Yeah, well, I mean, not. Like we that. needed Brody because obviously, for given reasons, that Brody is the topic of what's going on right now. Right, but yeah, why didn't Brody? And this is the question I want to ask. And I'm sure you guys out there after buzzers were thinking about this. Why the hell didn't Brody just? take the girl with him when she helped him escape. She wanted to go. Because you know she's going to go back and like no. she's going to feel rejected and like squeal no, and say blah 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 this is where he's at. I left him over there. Blah, blah. You know she no, she, she wanted to go. It. No, she it, it was like a really weird reverse Stockholm syndrome. It's like yeah. instead of it being you know the hostage having the affair it's like the cat you know. There's no way that, I mean he's so like unbreakable in that sense that there's no way that there that was going to happen that fast and I don't know if he was reading in her eyes in that moment that she was like, take me with you. He's like, "Ah, she's in love with me and I'm going to, I think he did it because he wanted to protect her. He wasn't sure that he should have taken her. Well, he should have taken her and then she would have got killed. How is she gonna get killed? Because they came in there. She knew. Yeah. Maybe she knew. But that, that they was were her dad. Fight. No, the boss was the dad. He wasn't the gonna kill his daughter. Oh, that's true. That's true. So they weren't gonna kill her. I just thought it was. They would just probably just snatched her up and took her back. But they might not have found where he was if 
she didn't give because she saw him talking to the Muslim guy yeah. across the street. When so she, she went back and told you? Think? Yeah, of course. I don't know. Well, it's possible. No, she did. She went and told. That's how you think they I found mean, out. Why would she? So if she, okay, what's her? If she wanted to go with him, then why would she? Why wouldn't she just let him go? Or, or do you think she's like, well, if you're not going there, you're coming back with me? Well, I'm sure her dad probably. You know, I'm sure she did it under duress. Yeah. I'm sure her dad. Was right. like, You've been with yeah, him yeah, every yeah. single moment right. of every single day. Exactly. All of a sudden, he disappeared with her designer since, tops on. Yeah. Especially since at the end he was like. And stay away from my daughter. So yeah. he knew something was up. Exactly, because the daughter is the one that told him. Well, and he could tell that she's in love with him, probably. Exactly. So that, that more than anything is obvious. Exactly. But, you, you know, it tell. just shows, it just, it, again, it confuses us as to who this Brody is. I mean, he's obviously still thought of as a terrorist, and he's, he's mm-hmm. you know, he's being put in this place. But yet he felt real sympathy for that mugger when right. they pushed him over. Yeah. Right. And then he's like, he could have taken the girl with him. He's like, no, he's thought he was doing the right thing by leaving her yeah. uh, by. So it's still, and we still don't know... If he really was behind that whole Langley incident I at the know. end of season two. So. Do we? Do we not know that? I don't know that he was. I, I mean, don't know that he was either. I don't think there's never an easy answer with Homeland. No. So yeah. It's not an easy answer, but I, I'm inclined to say that it was something that 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 uh, Abu Nazir has set up already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I because think that's from, what it from, was from, from last season, I predicted I predicted that the house was going to blow up. I was like, something is going to blow up. Oh, the house didn't blow up yeah. when they went home? Mm-hmm. And after they oh, right, you right act right like that's like a freaking shot, like at an Something's gonna blow up. Something was gonna blow. Well, geez. <laughs> okay. Well, what has blown up so far? What had blown Lots up? Lots of shit had blown up right then at that point. Based on that, I knew exactly Thaddeus. something was gonna blow up right then at that point. And it wasn't the house. It turned out to be the CIA, All right. which is even a more shocker. So that means the writing is just that damn good. It is good. That the mean, writing is, is really just the best show I've good. ever seen in my life. She's something's gonna blow up, but it's Thaddeus. Something's gonna blow up, really. <laughs> That's like being like, Carrie's going to yell at somebody. That's what I put. Yeah, Carrie's going to yell Wait, 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 wait. It's not like something is blowing up like every other episode, okay? Carrie's going to get Let's a nervous tick. If, <laughs> if something was always blowing up, if something was always blowing up, there wouldn't be that much suspense. Carrie's going to ugly cry. She's going to ugly cry. Her chin is going to like wrinkle quiver. and her lip's going to quiver. Her I quiver. predict that. Every other episode. Genius. Carrie's lip. I predict she is such a Carrie's freaking amazing gonna, actress. Her her chin mm. is going to quiver and lip, bottom lip and chin is going to quiver next episode. Uh, it, I'm, that's what I'm saying. You're on it with your predictions, Thaddeus. Nobody else predicted it. You have to go back and watch. <laughs> Whatever. John and the girls gave me mad props because they didn't predict it. I know. I, I knew. Some I knew that something was going to blow up. For this thank you very much. Season. Yeah. Good. Okay. That's great. But and you can't give a general <laughs> prediction like. Well, I predict something else is going to blow up for the rest of the season. It has to be something specific. Okay, fine. Let's. We're, it looks like we're having a battle of predictions this season. <laughs> I and guess. my predictions will be better than yours. And I will be we'll, right. We'll find out about that. Okay, we'll, yeah. we'll, actually, you know what we'll do? We'll keep a scoreboard yes, on we the... Will. And you know what? Nanda will be the moderator. I predict Dana's going to pout. There I predict go. she's going to pull her sleeves over her there hands you go, exactly. over and over again. I'll predict that Jessica will be incompetent We're for not, something. We are not even another. into the prediction. <laughs> we are not even into the prediction part of the show. I'm just saying now we have a battle, and my predictions I will win. Okay, we'll find out. We shall see. <laughs> right. We shall see. But I think Brody should have taken that girl with him. Yeah, I mean, I think he because knew, they would, he would not have had that problem. Mm. I think he also knows that he's got to like travel and he's got to be. He's trying to get like. Just out, be by himself. He needs to be on the move. They're trying to keep him there, and he's just like, "You're yeah, gonna weigh me he down." But he doesn't speak Spanish. He's in a he's in a country that he does not know. Oh, he, he speaks really good Arabic, though. Wow. But I mean, look how he adapted. I mean, yeah, he had eight years, but 
I think he's not worried about that. Plus, I don't think he he in his mind is like I am leaving. Like he's not going to be there. He can just get the hell out, go wherever else he wants. Who, wherever the next stop yeah, is. Yeah, but take the girl with you and then get to a point. Well, where Well, for you're whatever like, reason, he not, didn't feel you're not with me. Yeah, you know what? But, I need you to go home. This is not going to work. But, but also, take her with him for a, a period of time. Yeah. So that way, she that gives him enough. He's easily head, tracked head if he's got do people. That. Yeah, and and don't forget. Yeah, I mean, that's he why got, I was asking. He got outed by he got outed at the mosque like within a day. Mm-hmm. So I mean, this guy maybe you know from from all the interpol reports get, or whatever. No, that's the point. Yeah, see, it wasn't her that went back and told her dad. That guy, really? the mosque guy, the mosque. Why mos- they, if the mosque guy told him they wouldn't have come in? The mosque guy probably up. told the Venezuelan officials, and maybe El Nino had some contacts okay, in there. Okay, but this is why. Wait, too. listen though. Yeah. He. They oh, have that's to true. Kill, because the, the, he did come and tell them that you're. Yeah. Most, he said you're a terrorist. You're a terrorist. And then Wait, they came. Yeah, that's the true. Reason why you're they right, killed those, The reason why they killed those guys, though, anybody that comes in contact with Nicholas Brody has to die because nobody can know he is alive. Yeah. There's a ten million dollar bounty on this guy's head, and anybody that knows he is there is got to be taken out. That's why they went in. Even if that guy, that's why they went in and shot all those people up. They nobody can know. Hmm. Good point. Yes. That doesn't mean you're going to beat me with predictions, but wow. yeah, that's a good point about this, that situation and that particular scenario. See, it wasn't the daughter. Nobody, nobody, nobody uh, can know. Uh, well, uh, I mean, the uh, dad obviously had a talking with her. I'm sure, but nobody that she. Well, she he, was obviously in trouble because yeah. she was supposed right. to watch him. Yeah. So either way, she's and in she's trouble. definitely watching him. Yeah. She watched him walk away. <laughs> Yeah, she has a thing. How for does Brody get also. so much ass? He didn't get any ass with her. I know, but like all the women are like fawning over him. I'm like, really? Because he's pathetic. I don't know. <laughs> that's why I think they think he's like badass or something. But I, I again, badass. I mean, let's oh, know no. where I know where badass. my loyalty lies. Just like Jay Z said, I don't respect the guy who got shot. I respect the shooter. This guy is a victim. <laughs> How do you Peter fall over a guy who's a victim? Exactly. So you're gonna, you're gonna fall for Brody, who's always victimized. Hey, I don't get it. He, he's I'm... always getting pimped by somebody. What? He was getting what? pimped by Abu Nuzir. Then he was getting pimped by the U.S. government. This guy has never been the boss of any situation in any scenario whatsoever. That's what I'm saying. That's my question. How does he get so much ass? Because he's pathetic. No. And women feel sorry for him. Stupid. No. I don't think so. I don't think so either. But I think people I think he's badass. And he kind of is. He's not getting is. that much ass. Look, Carrie, I, I wouldn't put Carrie on. Um, how many I, times? I wouldn't mark Carrie on my headboard how if, many I, if times? it was me. I'm sorry. That <laughs> I'm is rude. How many times? In a, wait, you're Look forgetting. Look at her. She's a nutcase. That's Stop not it. something to brag about. That's not. She is not a nutcase. She is a disease. You don't go to the courtyard and you're like, yo, I bet Carrie Matheson. You're <laughs> Stop it. Can I interject, Thaddeus? How many times an episode, as many as I say, oh, my God, Peter Quinn is a tall drink of water and all of that. How many times do we have to hear you talk about Marina Baccarin? And you're like, oh, and that's his wife in this. He pulls. Okay, there's a difference between the hotness of that person and the hotness of the character. Marina Baccarin is hot. Jessica is not hot. Jessica is annoying. Marina Baccarin is hot. There's a difference. I'm differentiating character I'm from person. I'm just saying you want to marry Peter Quinn, right? <laughs> Peter Quinn. Peter Quinn is cool. No, I want to. I like Damian Lewis. Fred. Damian Lewis is cool. Brody is pathetic. Okay, whatever. There's I'm just difference. saying he pulls a lot of chicks, mm-hmm. and it's interesting. And but what chicks is he pulling? What? He has okay. a wife that he was wife. already married to. That he left behind for eight years. And she's gorgeous. Then Carrie. Yeah. And now this and chick's Car- like That's spends not, yeah. five minutes with him and she's like, oh. Yeah, she's like 15 years old. I she mean, is not. She's older than <laughs> that. No, she's older than that. I'm it's just more than five making, years. We don't have to she's, talk she's about it like, for this long. I'm just making a point that yeah. everyone seems to be attracted to Nicholas Brody. It's like, damn. I, I think she's more attracted to freedom. 
Maybe. She wants to get like, the like that. Like he can't, and maybe that's why he didn't take her with him. He can't offer her that. He's not free. He's on the run. Yeah. Like he's trapped. Like he was like, you gotta she's just. baggage. Yeah. She's total baggage. Yeah. I completely agree. So mm. that's why he didn't take her with him. Yeah, but he should have taken her though. Whatever. <laughs> that's your opinion. I just think he should have taken entitled. her. Okay. I mean, yeah. since all the girls want Brody anyway, he can just pick up some other girl on the mm-hmm. way. Go to the oh, next Oh, trust country. me. There will be somebody else. Yeah, I'm sure, right? I don't know. I'm not so sure about that one. <laughs> if he can get I'm out of convinced. there. I'm not convinced. If he can get out of if there. It Peter, get if, it, if it was Peter Quinn on the run, he'd be able to pimp every chick from here <laughs> down to the tip of South America. Mm-hmm. Brody? Nah. I'm not. Nah. Well, you might so be far selling, we but have I am buying. Peter Quinn hook up with zero women and Brody hook up with a lot. And I'm not agreeing with That's that. That's by choice. I'm just saying. We haven't okay. seen enough of Peter Quinn. He's well, going well, to hook up. We can well, see that. When yeah, Peter Quinn is, is off, he's, he's at happy up. hour pimping all the chicks. I know. Yeah. Ooh. When he's off, when he's not out assassinating people. Because he's, right. uh, yeah. he's not he's assassinating. undercover. He's right. secret When well, he's not assassinating people, he's getting his ass. <laughs> oh, I love Trust him. me. Peter Quinn is cool. Brody, pathetic. Anyway. So we've got Brody in Venezuela. He's trying to get the hell out. And we got Claire, uh, we got Carrie in uh, in uh, Psych War trying to get the hell out. Yeah. Okay, so who's in, okay? So let's talk about Carrie because we've been yeah. talking about Brody for a minute. Carrie is in the nut house. I don't think you should say one it like that. One flew over the cuckoo's nest. She's in much. the psych ward. She's in the psych ward, and she's been there for a while, and she's kind of losing her marbles a little bit. Mm-hmm. And and you know this is something I mentioned to you when we watched the episode is that I think a sane person stuck in a psych ward. Could potentially lose their mind. That's what I think it is. In a psych ward. That's what I think. Especially when you're, when you're like medicated. Like, I think that anybody with a sane, sane mind, like anybody else Mm -hmm. driving on the 405 or the 10 freeway (laughs) would lose their mind in a psych ward. I feel like that's it for sure. She definitely has a disease. Yes. And it's definitely treatable. And she didn't take her meds and it got the best of her. But now, and she, and she, yeah, so that got her in an unfortunate situation and she reacted poorly, which made her look more, uh, not sane than she really potentially could be. Now she's back in the sane place, but because she's so frustrated and trapped, she's reacting like a normal person would, but since she's got this disease, it's making her look like she's not fully recovered. Okay, well, you know why she's so frustrated? Because she doesn't know shit. She doesn't know oh, anything. Oh, she needs to, yeah, she needs she to know. She has no yeah. idea no what's yeah. going on on yeah. the outside. Saul hasn't told her squat. He hasn't come besides an apology, which, what does that mean? What does his apology really mean? she was severely medicated when he apologized. That was so sad. Like, (laughs) she's in this completely screwed situation, Mm -hmm. and your apology, there's no explanation behind it. There's nothing else besides, I'm really sorry this is happening to you. Like, kind of like, what does that mean? I think he is. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if he's really sorry or not. She's still stuck where she's stuck, and he's not helping her. Well, he's good, but but that's because it hasn't been a lot of time, and she's got to get better. There's not much he can do. Okay, if someone takes you and and drugs you and sticks you in a box for even I don't care if it's 24 hours mm-hmm. it oh, doesn't get, matter if it's not a, that's the long time for oh you no to be I get it oh no no I get it I'm mean, she has every right to be pissed and I think that I feel like Saul is doing this because he knows that she needs to get on her meds and and hmm. and get back to who she was 
he knew that she wasn't going to be able to work under the in the condition that she was. Right. And I think that he also needs to kind of keep her from digging her hole even deeper. So as much as it hurts him to do this, but he's got to be like, A, you need to get on your meds, and B, you need to be somewhere where you're not going to get yourself into worse trouble until you're okay to come out again, mm-hmm. and then I'll see what I can do. Well, again, he was told to distance, to distance himself from her mm-hmm. from the first episode, so that's what he's doing. And second of all, he's in charge of the CIA. I mean, yeah. apparently she has this really... Like uh, relationship with him, where she expects that the world revolves around her, and yeah. she's here thinking that Saul's keeping tabs on her, but he's got to he's, worry about the yeah. CIA. He's got bigger fish to fry, yeah. and she's in this box right now, so to speak, where she's being taken care of, yeah. and he gets to work on his stuff. She's still well, slightly delusional about yeah. how much is, uh, you know, really being focused on her, and I think mm-hmm. it's more just keeping her at bay and just keeping her off to the wayside until they can figure out how. Because I really do think he's going to want to try and figure out how to get her back in there. He well, of course does. he is. Because she's one of the most talented operatives. And now he we've has. got Peter but Quinn on her side as well. He's always been on her side. Mm. Not in the very beginning. I mean, don't forget, he was going to put a bullet through Brody and and anything else he had to do. Yeah. In the beginning. But the, that's Brody. That's not, that has nothing to do with Carrie. Yeah, but he knew that I think yeah, he, he knew was, about their relationship. Yeah. yeah, he knew about their relationship. I think. It was uneasy in the beginning. And, and, and when we first met, um, when we first met Peter Quinn, we thought he was like, Bad guy, number one. Yeah, like, what is he doing here? And and she, and messing up the ops that she was trying to do. And I don't know. I feel like now we've got him on her side as well. And he's definitely said, you know, hey, as soon as this is done, I am out. You guys did this to her and I don't like it. Well, I don't know if Saw, I don't know if there was a minor detail that I missed maybe from season one or two, but they, or they explained why Saw, excuse me. Isn't further ahead in his career, or mm. is it because he wants to be where he is, or because maybe he didn't get the promotions or whatever? He, I, I, I don't, I, this is what I got out of it. Yeah. I think that he likes being a field op. He likes doing that stuff. He doesn't want the responsibility. That, yeah. well, that's what makes that's what makes him now so undecided. Yeah, he didn't and, want that yeah. responsibility, and right. he loved he loved the relationship he had between uh, Carrie Sorry. and Estes. He loved being the intermediary yeah, he that he could still call his own shots and kind of push Estes a certain ways and control Carrie. But now he doesn't have that. He has to answer to people higher up that he can't influence. It's harder for him now to protect her in the position that he's in. Whereas when he was just in charge of her, he could kind of be like, dude, let me let me deal with her. He likes being middle management. Yeah, he did. Hmm. I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that. What do you guys think? I'm not convinced about that. We'll see. (laughs) Because, I don't know. Because to me, he's like not doing a good job. And the position is, and it's not. It's a high pressure it is, job. Yeah. It is a high pressure job, and it's not just because he doesn't want to do it. I think he doesn't want to do it because he knew he wouldn't be good at that. He knew that it's like he's not qualified to to be that guy. Mm. You know, you got to make hard choices, like the and, one, and like a lot of the hard choices that Estes made, which made us not like and him. And I think, yeah, because Estes you know? was super cold and just like, yeah, very black and white. And we see Saul has a, an emotional. Because in Estes' position, he was playing the, 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 he was the middle management of the actual bureaucrats that were running things or just, just politics and the actual Mm -hmm. operative, the ops, the the ops situation. Mm -hmm. So that's the situ, that's the, that's the position that Estes was in. There's always someone to answer to. Right. But I think that, you know, like we said, Saul being in this position where he is now closer to the top is harder for him to protect. Carrie and and I think that um, the difference between Estes and Saul is that Estes had no emotional 
anything. I think and, you should have gotten to her and been like, look, this is all going to blow over. Just roll with me. I got you. He got some kind of message, something. Yeah, but we and can't. And let her be confident and be like, okay. Yeah, but we can't. He's always had my back, and I know that. Yes, but Saul's for the sake of good through. TV, that can't happen. We have to wonder. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think that's why. He's they can't just be like, hey, don't worry. I'm not sure. You gotta have something to wonder about. <laughs> yeah, come on. You're, you're gonna t- be like, hey, hey guys, don't worry. I got Because to me, that makes me, that, that to me is not consistent with Saul's character. That makes, to me, it makes it no, look more that's... like Saul, Saul doesn't, he, he, it makes him look more non-qualified to do what he's doing incompetent okay. like right and he's not this guy he he's, he's always smart. shown he's smart and he's he knows great. what he's doing and blah 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 but now there's the doll guys here but he's great at throwing ideas up top and being mm-hmm. the guy that saves a day but he's not the guy that makes the decision ultimately he passes it on to and people like Estes. and we see that but now he's in a position to make these well, decisions and, that's what, and, and he's not, doing, he's a not doing a good job and that's we that's know, my whole point that's what we're saying it's but not we consistent know, with his character we know, as far as I'm concerned I think it is consistent he can't even make the decisions at home that's what we're saying like he can't even do that he can't even pull the trigger with his wife he can't yeah. he that's not him and this is consistent with Saul I think also the he's reason, in a different position now that's why yeah but when he was in the position before and every time he threw something up the ladder and it was like that's the thing they should do that's all he has to do is keep doing yeah. something now he's in a position just to that's instead not of throwing for, it up yeah. he can just do it Let me do this way. Nah. in the same way that Karen needed validation for Saul in a weird way although Saul's not saying Estes 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 Saul needs validation for his decisions almost it's like he needs that and you. when he doesn't have that he has to make the decision he doesn't have anyone to bounce it off of. Yeah, I think it's definitely an adjustment. I don't know if we're going to see him get better at it, mm. but right now he's not doing the best job. And I also feel like that. Uh, so basically, we miss Estes. That no, we don't. <laughs> I think no, that, no, no, no. That's not what we're saying. No, that's not what we're saying. We're just saying Saul without Estes is a very different person. And I think that there's a whole there's a we we have to remember too that the writing on the show is brilliant as well as mm. the acting and all yes. that and storyline yes. wise there's a reason why Saul went in there you're saying why did he go in there and say sorry to her what why would he even bu- because they want you to know well, we that knew that was coming he feels guilty he yeah feels guilty, he should feel guilty and they want you to but know but we knew it was coming but he can't make a decision to he can't say but I, that's why this is my point a guy like Estes who has no emotions can make those decisions can like be that and and that is not Saul. Now, we need to see, yeah, he threw Carrie under the bus, but we need to see that he didn't, that it's breaking his heart. And we needed to see him say sorry. What happens after that? Obviously, they're going to make that work. But mm. I feel like that we need to see that emotion, emotionality from him because that's who he is. That's why he went in there and did that. Mm. And I think he's going to get her out of it. Well, he is. Well, maybe he won't. Maybe Peter Quinn will get her out of the situation. Stop. You get me every time you say that. <laughs> or, or maybe Paul Franklin will get her out of that situation. Uh-huh. Or, or yeah, let's him. talk about him. Because that's the, the mystery, lawyer. That's the mystery man right now. Paul Franklin. Yeah, mm-hmm. so who is visitor. this attorney mm. at law that came to visit her? Hmm. Well. Who is this guy and what is his agenda? Yeah. And who sent him in? Um, I think that it was nice to see Carrie in the moment go, I know what you're doing. Because clearly that is what he's doing, and right. yes, even on meds, and e- and yes, she is dealing with. She can read people. She's so good at that. That's what yeah. I'm saying. So even though she just went through this emotional turmoil and she's been super doped up, and now she's coming back, we're seeing her come back too. Mm-hmm. We're seeing her frustration and whatever, and wondering if she's stable enough in those moments. 
And that's the thing you battle with watching Carrie Matheson character the whole time. Is she stable enough? Is this decision that she's making about to be really good or really bad? Right. But we get those little snippets where we're like, ah, there she is. Uh-huh. She called him out and it was, and then you go, ah, she's back. Right. It's like giving you that, she's, yeah. I love that it's like Paul said, I'm on your side. She goes, I'm on your side. Where have I heard that before? Mm-hmm. And then she just right. went off on him. Totally right. awesome. Love it. Yeah. Right. Hmm. And uh, yeah, I guess he wanted to set up a meeting with an associate. And she's pretty much saying, I don't know who you're working for. Maybe it's the Syrians. Maybe it's the Israelis or or the Iranians Mm -hmm. or – yeah, but – I'm not. He's like, I'm, I'm not. I, I'd rather die in here than I'd help rather you. die in here. Even though she, we know she's been trying to get out the whole episode. All of a sudden, she's but like, that's I'd rather the thing, die though. in here. She, she doesn't that, want to go out like that. That is so her, and that's again what makes her. She, the CIA can screw her over time and time again, but she is diehard loyal. Mm-hmm. She will do anything for them, including, and I believe a hundred percent, die in that loony bin, as you call it, before she. Goes call, rogue actually, and crosses I, over. Technically, I did not call it a loony bin. Okay, nut house. <laughs> whatever. House. So I'm just saying. There's a little fine line there. Right? <laughs> I mean, that's totally better than saying loony bin. Yeah. But well, she's afraid of being, I mean, she says, you think I'm vulnerable. You think I'm weak. Even in that position mm-hmm. where she's at, where right. she has trapped. no control, she's yeah. trapped. She has the guts to say that this guy, you think I'm vulnerable. You think with the right incentive, I could turn against the people who did this to me. But no. I won't. Mm-hmm. Right. She's still showing strength. So I mean, loyal. but he's an attorney. Like, she's a CIA operative. But she does a CIA operative. Well, like, she does it the, the highest level of espionage. Like, this is this, this, this attorney is going to come is in. Is he an attorney? I know, but, the, but the fact that he's going to come in, even if he's not an attorney imposing as one, is a joke to her based on what she's dealt with. Like, well, yeah, it's, but she, it's funny. She thinks that he's something else. So she's like, I know. I see you. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think this? Guy? What's his name again? Paul uh, Franklin. Paul, Paul Franklin. Franklin. Yes. With his stuffy suit. Or that's what he says his name is. That's uh-huh. what he says his so name is. So we see uh-huh. in the clips uh-huh. for the next episode that she clearly becomes involved with this dude. So we got to see. Well, him. we figured it's not the end of him. Yeah, I'm sure about that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So- it's really interesting though because I, I will say that. Um, you know, every single episode, you always say, "How the hell are they going to get out of this?" This, right. is the, this is the first episode. I'm like, I don't, I don't. It's not the same suspense, right? Oh yeah, for two. sure. They're just both, right. obviously. You got, uh, you got um, Brody all doped up, right? And you've got Carrie pretty much hanging out in a little dark corner right. uh, on her meds as well. And right. it's like, how? You know, it's not like, oh my god, how the hell are they going to get out of yeah. this? It's kind of yeah. like it's different. Someone, get, it's more like someone, please get them out of this because I really don't want to see another episode with them like in locked up. I know. I want. Escape. Them to like, yeah, I want them out. Well, we see from the clips that she's out. Um, Brody clearly is heroin addict now. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see know. What do, you, what do you guys think about that? Like, really quickly, like, Brody's strung out on heroin well, he in Venezuela, to... stuck in some tower. He's hopeless. Hundred. They're making is him that the, seem... Is that the turn that you would have expected this character to take? Or like, no. to re- like uh, I think that's what's so shocking about it. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, he's on the run from the CIA. What do you expect to happen? Predictions. He's going to get struck out on heroin. <laughs> Somewhere <laughs> in South America. Like, Clearly not a prediction he's that a you would have made. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely would not and have made that prediction. And then <laughs> something blows up. Yes. <laughs> I have a feeling. Technically, that building looks like something blew up that building. It just never got finished. It never right. got finished. There you go. Okay, so let's talk about news. Let's go to news and gossip. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what a great way to end it. Well, the one big thing it just got announced today is that uh, Audible.com is doing something with 20th Century Fox uh, Television, who, who is the uh, production company behind Homeland. And they're actually doing a special 30-minute audiobook. That's cool. That's uh, a side story that, that has to feature that features uh, Nicholas Brody, and it's being voiced by Damian Lewis. So Where? he's doing this so, on Audible.com. Okay. So is this like the 
plots within the plots? Or like- uh, it's probably just going to talk more about his time. I'm, I'm assuming it's going to talk more about his time in Venezuela. Maybe it'll flesh out some more of the characters okay, like yeah. El Nino or that creepy doctor or Esme. But Interesting. Yeah, I haven't obviously had a chance. They, they released it right after this episode aired. So go on Audible right now and look for it. I'm sure it'll be it'll be something people want to talk about, and yeah, maybe cool. you'll get some clues as to you know, what's, going what's going on. Because yeah. because if you kind of watch it, like things are a little bit vague. Yeah, to a certain degree, we're yeah. asking a lot of questions. There's a lot of layers, and they're gonna answer them maybe eventually, or mm-hmm. just let them kind of dissipate. But yeah, there's always there's always yeah. so many layers. But it's awesome because it's in the first person, so you're hearing right. Daniel Lewis talk as Nicholas Brody Oof. for 30 minutes. Love it. Yeah. That's that's really dope. Mm-hmm. I mean. Um, no pun intended, since he's on heroin right now. Yeah, but, right. Uh, <laughs> that is really clever and a really um, smart way to keep the fans engaged. Yeah, right. Yeah. Finding other ways to yeah. other media. Yeah, yeah I like to it. keep them going. Yeah, yeah. So wise, we'll wise. see next week. Maybe we'll have some. Today. Maybe there'll be some good clues that we can talk about next yeah, week. Yeah, for sure. So what's the company called? Audio Audible. Audible. Oh, Audible. Yeah, they have ads from all over the place all the time. Great yeah, merchandising. Audible. Yeah, Audible. that's a great promotion for them. Audible.com. Yeah, yeah, that's really. You can great. thank us later. <laughs> Here at After Buzz yes. TV. Okay, well, let's go on to... Is that all the news and gossip? That's all I got. Okay, let's go to predictions. Yeah, let's go to predictions. <laughs> your After Buzz TV <laughs> predictions. Okay. After I have Buzz. predictions. I'm going. Predictions. Dana's going to get pregnant. Go. Dana's going to get pregnant. Mm, Dana's going to get pregnant. Yeah. Um, And... Peter Quinn and Carrie are going to do the nasty. <laughs> Next episode? Okay, um, that's just a prediction. That, that's fine. That's a general prediction. Okay, that's great. I, I'll go ahead and roll with that. It's so, not general. It's not like, oh, something's going to blow up. And you said, <laughs> This is very specific. Dana is going to get pregnant, and Carrie and Peter Quinn are going to have intercourse. As a result of uh-huh, her sex from last yes. week. That's what she's saying. Yes. As opposed to, as a, or maybe just their, yeah, yeah, yes. Because clearly they had no condoms in that. In place. that laundry room. Oh, was the that clear? Room, was yeah. it clear? Can you see in the sheets? Uh, on well, the floor it the showed them having sex and no unwrapping happened. Do you so. really think that that's she's going to responsibly? You think she's that's too think, graphic to show the unwrapping. That's too graphic. <laughs> yeah, well, but she's, she's, she's out of control herself. So do you really think she's going to say, stop, wait a second. Can you cover it? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. I don't think that's, that's going to happen. Maybe yeah. he already had it on anyway. Who knows? No, <laughs> he he didn't even know she was going to be there. <laughs> that's why he's in there. Because Horrible. he likes to keep condoms on all hey, the time. The guys at the game got it on and the girls are like, oh my gosh, I didn't see you do it. It's like, I know. <laughs> I know you didn't see it. That's the that's the <laughs> Those are my predictions. That's the point. <laughs> okay, Nando, what's your prediction? Uh you know, well it looks obviously like uh like Carrie's gonna get out. I think uh Brody is going to uh also get out, but I think I think there's gonna be a rescue mission for Brody. Hmm. I'm not sure exactly hmm. who's gonna rescue. Maybe it's Paul Franklin. We still don't know who did the attack on Langley. It could have something to do Good with call. that lawyer. It could it could have something to do with him, but I have a feeling maybe there'll be a setup. They're trying to get him to be the fall guy. Ooh. And, and if they if they try and lure her in by saying help Brody, oh she'll be in like oh, that. Yeah. That's how they get her. Oh yeah. Yeah. I can totally see that. Yep. They they have to connect sooner or later. For so sure. I think that's how it's gonna yeah. and he's doped up. He's too doped up to escape on his own. So yeah. there will be a rescue mission to get him. And Brody he needs out. To, if they're giving him heroin, they're gonna keep him there with that. Exactly. So Okay, well, I think they're going to find out that neither Abu Nazir nor Brody had anything to do with the explosion. Stupid prediction. <laughs> and then something That's quite all right. As no, opposed to the prediction. obvious Dana's going to get pregnant prediction. <laughs> Is that obvious? 
I mean, I really, obvious. I don't think that's obvious. <laughs> I agree I think, with you, but I don't think that's obvious. Right. I, I think it's obvious. That's why I wouldn't predict that. I'm like, Dana's going to get pregnant. Whatever. He, anyway. goes, for the, he goes for the gold. Anyway, Planned Parenthood for Dana. Okay, so. Shit. <laughs> 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 Whatever. My predictions are clearly Okay, I don't know if you guys remember episode two when the girl, I can't remember her name, that was supposed to be doing all the paper the paper trail on the monies. Uh-huh. Yeah, Farrah. That's her name, Farrah. Yeah, okay, name so Farrah. remember they found these guys were like, had something to do with the, the money, yeah, the, the bankers. Bank- okay. mm-hmm. I think there's something that's looming that has something to do conspiratorially with the whole explosion and all that. It's going to trace back to them with the monies. Oh, wow. You're going really general on that. That's really general because really they general. do have something to do they, with that. Yeah, but we them. don't know specifically what it is and how deep and how far so it goes. your prediction is we find out. My prediction is <laughs> we know for sure that they did. It's not, it's not definite right now. Lauren Leonelli we're just, one, we're just, Thaddeus Massey zero. Whatever, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. There's no small like predictions. I said, there's just small. There's just small. No, uh, those predictions no are good. I'm not. Yes. I'm like just I said, I wonder how many of you guys at home like really, Lauren. Dana's gonna get pregnant. <laughs> really? <laughs> what, Martin? Anyway, until next time. Where can we find you guys? <laughs> I am Lauren Leonelli. You can find me at Lauren Leonelli on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Vine, and my website. I love you, Lauren. <laughs> and I'm, I'm Nando Velasquez. You can find me on Twitter at Nando Bell. And I'm Thaddeus Massey. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Club Thaddeus. Until next time, after buzzers. Carrie and, and, and Brody's theme song. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. Yeah, buzz you later. You've expressed your inner those of the host only, you're not